Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome in to Mondays with Matt. Thanks for hanging out with Matt and I for a few minutes as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. What is going on? Good, sir. How are you? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great this week. How are you? Hanging in there, doing pretty good. We are into August now at the time we're taping this podcast. So uh, it's been pretty hot and sweltery. How you been doing up there? It has been hot as well. I was just commenting on to somebody, I think yesterday, on mm-hmm. just how much I've really have enjoyed the heat this summer. We have had a few years of kind of cool summers and a little bit rainy, and it's it's kind of been more warm and sunny up here. So okay. I'm a, I'm really enjoying it this year, and I really don't like it that hot, but um, we've had some nice temperatures in the 90s for a while. So gotcha. yeah. it's cooled off this week, but uh, yeah. we'll get back to it. Well, at the time we're taping this podcast, we just, uh, as a lot of our listeners know, I'm down here in the Carolinas, and it's been super hot here. And uh, we just got hit with the, the hurricane that came by uh, last yeah. night, but no problems. Uh, at least, you know, obviously the coast got some more area damage than. Than we did, but uh, I still have a roof, so that's good. <laughs> you you guys are doing well with the hurricane. Yeah, we had just uh, just just hit, didn't it? Yeah, and so it's about a level. It's cat one. one. Yeah, it's cat one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear you're safe. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, and you know could have been worse. You know, as always, it's part of uh, you know it's part of life on the coast, right? People, you grow to expect it, and you take the precautions and all those things. But you know, stuff's always going to come along, and you know can be a problem and. You know, ruin, you know, might ruin your day, might ruin your yard, might ruin your house even, but that's part of the trade off, right? You got to be prepared for those storms that come along in life, right? That's right. And, <laughs> and that kind of leads into today's I topic. was going to say, and now how do you like that segue into easy ways to ruin your retirement <laughs> and, uh, and not just a hurricane? So, you know, we all read stuff, Matt. We watch shows, we listen to different, you know, talking heads and, you know, all kinds of things. There's no shortage of ways to improve our, you know, retirement. There's books and everything under the sun, podcasts like our own, right? Uh, But uh, there's also ways we can, you know, kind of step in it, if you will. So I've got five easy ways that we can possibly mess up our retirement. And I'll let you kind of give us your thoughts on these and anything else you want to chime in on. And as always, folks, if you hear something that piques your interest before you take any action, reach out to Matt at 989-401-2949 before you take any action. Always check with a qualified professional. 989-401-2949. All right. Uh, That's a great, that's great advice. I'm going to interrupt there. Yeah, Um, go for it. But, um, you know, if you don't want to ruin your retirement, call the professional before you take Uh, action. Ahead of time. Right. (laughs) That was perfect. (laughs) Exactly. Well, well, we'll dive right in. All right. So treating retirement, Matt, as a destination rather than another phase of life. So a lot of people, and what I mean by that, a lot of people will kind of say, well, I've got to retirement. That's the end game, right? It's the end goal, whatever the case is. And we've gotten better about that, I think, societally through the years. But you should really think about it as retiring to something, not necessarily from something, because you want to stay active and all those other kind of components. Well, that's right, Mark. You know, success in life, in whatever you're doing, is kind of, I, I took the definition and, and, I, and I can't quote who said this, but success is the progressive realization of worthy goals. The progressive realization of worthy goals. That's nice. See, see, when you get to the to the goal, if you're a goal or a list maker like I am, and you like to check off, and you give gives you power and empowers you every time you reach a, a small goal. But once you hit it, you know your retirement, same thing. Once you get there, 
that's not the end. I mean, you're really just, as you said, you're going to start a new phase of life. And so if you treat retirement as a destination, you're probably going to be very disappointed <laughs> once you reach your destination um, rather than starting that's a, good point. A, a, a new chapter. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because if you kind of treat it like the even if you wanted to look at it from a from a psychological standpoint of saying if you treat it like the end goal, you may be willing you know, to feel like, well, I'm not ready to quote unquote give up yet, lay down and die. Right. Or whatever the case might be. You want to have things to do and so on and so forth. So that's an easy way. Uh, the first one to try to trip up in retirement is just by not having a plan. You know, we talk about the X's and O's and the financial side, but having a plan for all facets of retirement is certainly important. And right along the line with that, Matt, is number two, believing that retirement's going to just kind of solve all your ills. Maybe you just have gotten to the point where you're just tired of work and the work-related stress and you just want more free time and time with the family or time with the spouse or whatever. And we kind of build this in this... Um, I don't know, this, maybe there's a little, little bit of a dream in our head that, you know, once I hit retirement, it's all going to be better. We, we do that all through life, right? Once once the kids can potty train, it's going to be better, right? Once they right. get through, once they learn how to drive, it's going to be better, right? Once they graduate, it's going to be better. So we kind of keep pushing that ball down the road, if you will, and then we wind up doing that as retirement, again, as that kind of end goal. Yeah, Retirement doesn't solve all your problems. I mean, I, I know we think about it like that, but a lot of times when you get to that retirement and kind of like just backing up to our last uh, treating retirement as a destination, like once you hear about people that retire and then they pass away really, you know, like within six months of retiring. And, and I think the problem is formulating this expectation in our mind of what does that look like? Okay. For some people that retire, Hey, once I'm retired, I'm all done. You know, that's, that's their end goal. That's why people work longer too. Is I think if we don't have something that takes your your time and attention, something that you're passionate about, really that you're excited to, hey, when as soon as I can stop working, I can start doing more of this. Um, that's really how I like to think about or approach retirement. For me, you know, personally, I I, I love what I do, so I can't imagine the day when I'm going to not love what I do, but it, at, at some point, you know, there's going to be stresses and there's going to be things that you don't want to deal with anymore. And so everybody says, you just know when you're ready. Yep. But anyways, uh, retirement, like you said, doesn't solve all the problems. So although it might solve a problem of like coworkers and bickering, and <laughs> right. I can't deal with people, Right. there might be a different kind of related stress in your life. You know, if you have, now you have to deal with the spouse. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, that's only a big have challenge. one coworker and yeah. that's a, the, the person that helps take care of your house. So yeah. a lot of people do need to, this is funny to talk about, but it's true. A lot of people do need to reintroduce themselves to this different way of life. And, you know, you're going to maybe have to rediscover yourself or rediscover something oh, with yeah. your spouse if you're married. And um, so definitely think about when you're when you're approaching retirement, think about the things that you want to still do. A lot of times if you're younger in retirement, um, I tell people when we're planning, you know, you don't need all your money on day one for retirement. Typically, we plan that you have some longevity. And I'll tell people, you know, don't be afraid to spend some money. We'll do the analysis. You got to analyze your cash flow, make sure everything's going to be cool. But Definitely, you want to take, now that you have relief from some of those work-related stresses, you got more free time, you can run into a, a problem of overspending your money, okay? You might go out to eat more because you don't, you're not locked into the office all day long. So, 
Now you want to go out with friends. You might want to stop at the coffee shop more frequently, or you might find yourself just figuring out, I don't have enough to do. So there are some stresses that can cause you to have some financial chaos at that time too. And especially if both spouses are now suddenly retired and you want to travel more. Great plan, great to look forward to, but we have to make sure we budget so that we don't cause right. ourselves more problem yeah. like running out of money later on. Well, and even even with COVID putting a damper on that stuff this year, and you kind of mentioned the spending habits, and that was actually three on my list. You kind of dived into that a little bit already. Okay. A lot of folks will assume that our spending habits in retirement can be easily determined by those of working. And we hear numbers like 85% or whatever, assume you'll spend 85% of what you were spending when you were working kind of thing in retirement. But to mm-hmm. that point, COVID or not, you tend to do more in the early years of retirement because you just, you know, hey, I'm done working, I can whatever. And yes, this certainly, you know, this year has put a damper on a lot of big travel. We've heard, I don't know if you've heard this term, Matt, the Corona purchase, but people have been buying big ticket items all through the pandemic as the way you and I were just talking before we started this podcast. I bought a pool table because we couldn't take our, we didn't take our trip this year, our, our anniversary vacation slash trip. So I took that <laughs> money and bought a pool table for us to have at home to shoot pool because we both love to do that. And people have been doing a lot more of that. So you're still spending that money and, uh, you know, just doing it in different ways. Absolutely. You know, with, as we were talking about the beginning of the podcast with a warmer summer, I got some uh, friends and some clients that are in the pool business and they're just sold out of pools and uh, nationwide. I think this is going on because because of this pandemic, more people are staying at home. Yep. I mean, the first month or month and a half, you know, somebody contacted me. It's like, Hey, we're going to get a trampoline for my kids. And I'm like, geez, I don't know. And we started looking around and they're sold out. I mean, the Sam's Club, the Costco's, yep. uh, you know, everybody. And so people are still spending. When you're retired, we think about there's going to be some changes in your expenses monthly. And what I have people do is take an inventory. Where are we now? Let's start filling out. It's just a cash flow worksheet. It's just an easy way to track what your monthly expenses are. And I always start by going back a month and I help you to take a look and say, okay, where do we spend money last month? You got your mortgage payment, you got insurance, you've got utilities, you've got, you know, vehicles. What are our fixed expenses? Where did we spend additional money? What are what are our flexible expenses? Where did we go to eat? How much did we spend on, you know, gifts and charitable contributions? Did you buy more clothes um, certain times a year? You know, so you got to measure your expenses right. heading into this. And then most people don't want to live on 70 or 80% of their pre-retirement income. <laughs> right. They want the same standard of living. Yeah, nobody wants to really go backwards if they can help it. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to sell your house and move into a hut just so you can <laughs> retire. Right. You know, so what you need to do is, you know, think realistically about those retirement expenses. But also there's going to be things like if you're leaving a, a job where you have a 401k and you're putting, you're, you're maxing out your 401k, you know, there's another $18,000 a year that you don't have to come up with to put in your retirement plan because we're going to switch now and we're going to stop contributing to the retirement plan. We're going to flip the switch and then we're going to start taking income from the retirement plan. So there is a good chance when you say, well, most people are going to need 70% or 80% or 90% of what they were making in retirement. That's a factor. You're going to probably stop contributing now, right? You have to if you're not working there anymore. And we're going to just shift things so that our expenses are now they look different. But as far as what you month spend it at home every month, um, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at what was your take-home pay prior to retirement, what's your take-home pay now, 
And then what habits do we have? Um, maybe you want to spend a little bit more those first five years or those first 10 years while you're young and healthy. And, you know, most people I know that are late 70s to early 80s in retirement are not spending money just going out and doing fun stuff because... But it, you, but it switches oh, to the medical side at that point, right? Typically. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're switching to more maintaining and taking care of. There right. are some medical costs now that, that are different, that are maybe a little bit higher, but... Um, and we could do a whole other podcast on that and probably will. We, we, sh- <laughs> <laughs> we sure can. But that's that's a real that's a real thing that happens with people. So yeah. you go into retirement, assuming that your monthly spending habits can maybe be easily determined, but, but a lot of things, there's a lot of changes. Yeah, so I, I say initially, you want to make sure, another thing people kind of don't think about is make sure you have a nice, good, reliable car. Maybe it's time for a brand new car that you're going to hold for the next for the rest of your life. It's going to be your last yeah. purchase. A lot of people like to do that. They like to get a, a, a fancy, you know, whatever it is, like, a, you know, the, the top of the line car maybe they've been waiting for or whatever the case is. At least yep. one, right? If, you know, two car household, maybe you've got the, like, I, I've got a little bit of land, so I've got my truck and my wife's got her, you know, her little SUV, but she wants to get a, a new one before we would hit retirement kind of thing. You know, that and that makes a lot of sense. People do that. Yeah. They do. And I always say budget for a car payment while you're retired, just because the last thing you want to do is break down when you're 65 years old. Exactly. Break down yep. on the side of the highway in a beater because yep. you thought you were trying to save money. Um, so a lot of people <laughs> don't necessarily need less. OK, but plan on when you when you when you cross the retirement line that just plan on needing 100 percent or some people need actually, like I said, a little bit more sometimes if they're going to. Yeah. They have some some goals to be reached um, in those go go years, man. A little bit more, yeah, yeah. In those go go years, those early years, with ten, you know, you, a lot of people say you know spend a plan on one hundred and ten or one hundred and twenty percent, you know, and then you yep. get to the slow go years, then maybe it back, comes back down to a hundred, you know, or whatever. And then the no go years, you know, maybe maybe it gets a little lower than a hundred percent, but then again, medical could take care of some of that too. So, right, uh, a, a, a lot a of point. it depends on your lifestyle. It and does. Yeah. If you're single or you're married, that makes a big difference too. And um, really, it's just your your overall philosophy of life. Yep. You know, yep. you may not you may not want to do a whole lot, but I got some people that you know, hey, we love our grandkids, and anytime we can spend time or money on the grandkids, we're going to be there and we're going to do that. And there you so go. that is a big expense too in the future. Or maybe your kids have just uh, gotten off and gotten married. You're empty nesters now, and um, you guys are starting to travel a little bit more, but. Hey, if your if your kids don't live nearby and they start having those grandkids, you know you might be traveling to Georgia or California for, to go see them. And so that those are extra expenses that a lot of times we don't figure in when we're planning that. So, but it's something that happens every day. So yep. um, think about that. Think about you know if you have a lot of children and family and what your plan is to be with and spend time and sow into your grandkids. You got to think about those things. So. Well, in the interest of time, I'm going to jump down to our last one. We've got one more I wanted to cover on easy ways to ruin retirement. Since we spend a lot of time there talking about paying for things and how we're going to, you know, the spending habits. Well, one of the things you got to also think, and this is another main place where people tend to trip up, is uh, we tend to continue to invest like we're younger. So 2019 certainly taught us or kind of got us in the mindset of, man, the markets are just going to continue to roll. And maybe you were taking a little more risk than you needed to. And then early 2020, you kind of said, well, pump the brakes just a little bit. So you just got to remember to make sure that you're investing properly for your time horizon. Don't invest at 65 like you did when you were 35. That's right. Yeah, you you got nothing to prove. Um, when you're when you're getting nearer retirement, which I've got a lot of people that are in this category now that are that are approaching, you know, when you're in your five to seven years out from retirement, 
um, it might be time to reassess the risk. If you happen to, you know, we, we this year just had a 30% drop and, and it came back very quickly because it was due to a virus, but we, we really can't predict accurately what's going to happen in the market. But we can assess our risk and say, hey, um, where's my range of returns fall? So if you don't know that, give us a call and I would love to go through a simple questionnaire to help discover how much you can afford to lose without losing sleep or without making this big retirement mistake. So as you're aging, as you get five years to towards retirement or even less, right. um, you definitely need to reassess the risk and you don't have a lot to prove there. If you haven't done your job saving or investing, that can create a problem. But definitely don't want to start taking out money when the market's down and you know taking out too much out of your investments because as the market goes down, and if you, if you're all in variable investments that are highly correlated to a lot of volatility or market risk, you can give yourself some real problems as far as making that nest egg last. So definitely give us a call and assess, and don't invest like you're 35, as you said, Mark. Yep. You got to take a real approach, and we might look at some safer investments, try to pad up or shore up some of the volatility that you're currently taking, or maybe have taken in the past, and you want to. You want something that's a little more predictable and and to make sure that that's going to last. So we we try to do a conscientious job at before you're retiring, making sure that we're not taking on too much risk. All right. Well, there you go, folks. So reach out to Matt, as you just mentioned, and I'll give you that information here in just a second. That's going to do it for the podcast this week. We try to keep these around 20 minutes or less. So in the interest of time, we're going to say goodbye this week and thank you so much. But if you have questions about what we were talking about today, if you want to make sure that you're not stepping into some of these easy ways to trip up in retirement, reach out to Matt at 989-401-2949. That's 989-401-2949. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to use. If you're on Apple, just search Mondays with Matt or Google or Spotify or whatever platform. You can just type Mondays with Matt in the search box or go to GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Matt, my friend, have yourself a great week and I will see you next time here on the show. You too, Mark. Thank you. And thanks everybody for listening. Take care, stay safe, stay sane, and we'll see you later on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.